For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. What's going on, Commanders fans? Welcome back to another show, Believe in Commanders. I'm Armstrong and Brian Murphy down at ATL. We are excited post-NFL draft. It was an exciting three-day event in Kansas City. We didn't get to go, but we watched on TV or any other uh, platform you could catch the NFL draft. I know I watched on a four-letter channel. Um, watched Same. on the four-letter channel. I didn't watch on like the uh, easiest one, two, three channel. So I, uh, for whatever reason, I associate the NFL draft with hearing like a Mel Kuyper, Todd McShay, mm-hmm. those voices, uh, rather than who, I don't know who was on uh, the ABC uh, network, but either way, uh, Brian Murphy, what's up, my man? How are you doing, sir? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, we were just talking before we got started here. You know, the draft goes right into rookie mini camps, which we'll talk about in a later episode, right into OTAs, right into mini camp right into preseason and the regular season. It'll be here before you know it. The NFL draft is kind of like kicking off the new uh, season. So I'm feeling good. And it means football is right around the corner uh, and summer is right around the corner too. So I'm excited. Yes, indeed. We're right smack dab in the middle of the NBA playoffs. There's been some exciting, exciting series out there. And one thing I love, my son, Apollo, he's getting into basketball. He's he's loving it. He had a double-double in his most recent game. Uh, and it was legit double double. I mean, like he he made five buckets, scored ten points, and uh, he he literally got like every defensive rebound. It was a beautiful thing to watch. I was a proud dad. Um, and this morning he was watching the Sixers and the Celtics game nice. on recording. So dude's loving basketball. Basketball playoffs are here, 
And if you want to bet on that, you can use Bet Online. You can go over there, betonline.ag, use our welcome code, believe, B L E A V, get a 50% welcome bonus. I mean, it's got all playoff action over there. They had NFL uh, draft bets. You could pick how many players were going to be from a certain conference. You could choose uh, you know, how many at a certain position. And, and now they have futures as well. NHL playoffs are over there. You got golf. You're going to have uh, uh, NBA playoffs. I, I know my Mavericks aren't in the playoffs. They didn't make it this year. Uh, but who you got between Golden State and the Lakers? you have a favorite? Mm, I'm leaning Golden State, but LeBron seems to be on a mission. So uh, I'm going to lean Golden State, but I'm not going to be surprised if, if LeBron pulls this off and has a miraculous playoff run like he's done so many times. Now, I tell you, the Lakers have found a way to turn it on just right here, right yeah. when it matters the most. I guess all of that um, uh, load management and, and like, I guess that was that was for this exact reason where you can show up in the playoffs. Um, but let's take a look back. Let's go and take a look at the NFL draft. What was your thoughts um, on just how the commanders handled things in this draft? Obviously, this is a commander show. Believe in commanders. What did you think? How would you grade those guys? Yeah, so I, I tweeted out that I think uh, draft grades are kind of silly. I don't know how you're supposed to judge uh, 250 players or so before they even set foot, not not just on the field, but even into their team's locker rooms. Like, I get the projections and all that, so it feels, to me, kind of silly. But what I will say is that I think the commanders addressed a lot of needs, which I think we went in hoping they would. Um, I think there were some – questionable picks or at least the order that they did some things there but um you know at the end of the day if you would have told me that they came away with secondary help with some offensive line help with a running back and a couple of linebackers slash pass rushers i would have told you that's that fills a lot of needs and uh, it makes me feel good about what they're doing and what they're heading into rookie mini camp and, and then uh, the whole team mini camp with so overall i was pleased um, but when we dive into it a little bit, I think I've got some question marks there. But what about you? Well, my first thought, it, it was one that was probably what you would expect from a Ron Rivera draft. Um, you know, quality players at the positions of need, nothing too overly sexy, if you will. Right. Just It wasn't like a big name. And you're like, oh, man, that was the guy we had circled uh, from day one. Uh, but I think everybody that was added, you can see where they fit in with this team and, and what they're expected to do. I mean, he's starting up front with Emmanuel Forbes. Uh, guy gets his hands on the football, and he puts it in the end zone. That is something yeah. that this team needs. Uh, last year, uh, the commanders were at the bottom, the bottom third of the – less than that. They were like four from the worst. They are like 28th, I think, in turnovers on defense. So you, you have a ball hawking corner as, at like Emmanuel Forbes. You expect him to come in and make an impact that way. Uh, getting Quan Martin out of Illinois, safety that you can move around in multiple pieces and, and places – you can see that he has he's going to have versatility and find himself a spot on this football field as well. And obviously grabbing those couple of old linemen, um, that was necessary. You know, the other positions of need, they, they now they went in a different order than we thought. We thought they would go one uh, offense, one defense, or vice versa. They went defense, defense, and then offense, offense uh, across the line. So, um, I mean, NFL.com, their first grade, I guess, I guess this maybe this is a, maybe it's average of their player rankings. They had Washington at a 6.36, and Philly was the highest at 7.04 uh, for what it's worth. Um, and then when I saw the grades on NFL.com, Washington had a B. 
um, had a B. And then, you know, right back smack dab in the middle. And I bet that's about right if you had oh. to give it a grade. I know you think they're stupid. Um, <laughs> the, the one thing I had to I had to remind myself of uh, is the lists are in alphabetical order. And I'm yeah. like, why you got Washington at the bottom? Right, it starts right, with right. the daggum W. That's why. Yeah. It's <laughs> okay? nothing personal. It's alphabetical. Yeah. Well, so speaking of grades, I have seen that most of them have been B, uh, you know, C pluses, which I think is right about right. I, I don't think they really like hit a home run, um, but they addressed a lot of needs. So in, in like a in a vacuum, like if you, they went in with with a shopping list and they came out with just about everything that they were, were looking to find. And uh, so it's hard to be mad at that. I think, like you said, the order was a little odd. It was odd to me. Um, you know, I was I was out uh, getting dinner and I was kind of keeping up, uh, you know, with what they were going to do or what they were doing. And then when I saw a defensive back come down, I was so confused because I thought for sure that there were there were plenty of offensive linemen right around that that spot. Guys that we had seen potentially projected in the first round, like a Torrance. Um, um, is it O Torrance or is it Osiris? Osiris, Osiris yeah. Torrance, yeah. Yeah. So I'm like that it. guy, Cody Mock, well, you know, the the North Dakota guy, North Dakota State guy with no teeth. Yeah. You know, those guys were maulers that that I thought potentially would go in the first round. And I thought they made a lot of sense there. But for whatever reason, they felt like they needed to double up and get Quan Martin, who is part of a uh, Illinois secondary that has now has five guys in the mm-hmm. NFL draft over the last two. Um, draft. So you got to think that he's impressive and you got to think that that was a priority for them. The one thing that, that does kind of frustrate me, um, and it seems like it's a Ron Rivera MO, is that there's a little bit, it's like he's, he insists on finding guys who play multiple positions. Even Quan Martin, you know, I, I swear when they first drafted him, it, it came up as a safety. And now you're, you know, you're seeing him more listed as more generic defensive back or cornerback. And then, you know, Ricky Stromberg, the center, played a little guard. Braden Daniels is just listed as an offensive lineman because he's played yeah. guard. He's played tackle. Ron Rivera said he'll play. He'll start off at tackle. I kind of want a guy that slots in at a position and I know where he's going to play. I get that it's important to have versatility, especially on an offensive line, especially with, you know, how many injuries they've dealt with over the last few years. But instead of guys that can shift around a little bit and play good or okay to good at a couple positions – I would I wouldn't hate getting a guy that just is really good at one position. I don't know how you feel about that or if that's changed since you played. Uh, you know, as a as a former player, I'm curious your thoughts, but that doesn't irk me. It just is is confusing sometimes to me. Well, you know, I've I've been on uh, quite a few teams and there's always a guy who's on the roster because they can do multiple things. Sure. Um, and they find themselves onto the field one way or the other. I've, and I've on the flip side, I've seen, you know, receivers who swear that they're only an X or they are only a Z receiver. And that ends up being to their detriment. You know, it's like, you know, you could probably make the team if you knew just a couple more positions, just a couple more routes. And I, I don't have a problem with versatility. I think that it 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 leads you to have, be able to be flexible um, and have some creativity with what you're going to do across the line. I mean, you look at Nick Gates, the guy had was listed at playing almost all three interior positions, left guard, right guard, center. Um, Andrew Wiley, he can play both tackles, right? Um, predominantly right tackle, but either way, knowing that you can move people around, and, and, and frankly, that's what they did last year. With all the injuries, they had to find a way to, 
you know, shuffle some things around and, and you know, now they're just going to see who, who can fit best in each uh, in each spot. But I will say this. They've done well over the past few drafts. Washington Commanders, the front office, the, the scouting GM, they've done a great job over the past few drafts of getting players of value in round three, four, five. You know, they're getting good players at, at, at those picks. Uh, and I can't get mad. I mean, you look at the second round pick getting Quan Martin and you, you, you scratch your head because you're like, man, I thought it was going to be O'Lyman. But I have to I have to trust the fact that I think this guy's going to be able to show up and make a huge impact. I mean, in my head, yeah. I'm it's like that. Uh, it's like that meme with the dude from Hangover, and all the calculations are going across his head. Because I'm thinking, like, right. man, okay, you've got a Derek Forrest who has a knack for the football. Saint Juice has a knack for the football. Forbes is on one side. You got this guy Quan Martin who can move around, do a lot of things. Plus, you got Cam Curl who can move around and do a lot of things. Um, you know, maybe you don't have to have two linebackers on the field now. Hey, can you get it done with? You know. Uh, three safeties and three DB. So if I'm Jack Del Rio, you got to really think of ways to mix and match to find the best possible combination uh, from what you're going to get out of these players. And I, th- I think it's a good thing that you go with versatility. You're, 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 uh, you make a lot of sense. I just, I guess when, when I, when I see a third round pick, I'm automatically assuming that's a guy that's at least going to contribute and at least, Maybe not start, but at least contribute. Like, I'm fine with the Quan Martin pick. I think he's an athletic freak. And like I said, he's part of a defensive backfield that it just seems like all they did was lock people down and turn the ball over. So yeah. I'm all about that. It's more the the offensive lineman just felt like not reaches, but it's like, are either of them going to really have a role this year? And I know it's important to have depth and I know it's important sure. to have that swing tackle and, you know, they they started what four centers last year, so there's there's no telling whether Ricky Stroutenberg, you know, is not your center at some point during the season. It just feels like they're kind of projects. And and for my third and fourth rounders, I I'm expecting a guy, and not everybody's Terry McLaurin, but I'm expecting a guy that can come in and contribute right away. And I guess yeah. that was just a frustration, or the 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 one the one question mark. I hope these guys yeah. are maulers. I hope that they're solid on the offensive line. I just. I, I hope we're, they're not just kind of tying themselves to a bunch of projects. Really. Yeah. I mean, I, I think they're going to be fine. Though. I think they're going to be fine. I mean, if they were, if they were the guys you wanted them to be, they would have been gone in the second round. They would have went True. second round. You know what I mean? And it's True. not a knock on, not a knock on those guys at all. Not, not a knock at all. It's just, that's just the way it is. Um, they could, you could get into camp and you could just, things could just fall into somebody's, you know, uh, fall into somebody's lap if you will like if the, mm-hmm. the the bricks may fall as they may that works perfectly for Stromberg or Daniels to get on the field they might be hella hellified players you know I mean I yeah. I, I would love for Stromberg or, or Daniels to be the Terry McLaurin of the offensive line you know this guy that you didn't think you were going to get anything out of and next thing you know he's anchoring down your offensive line like that's that's your best bet scenario if you're if you're expecting a third or fourth rounder to come in and start up out the gate, that's that's probably shooting a little bit too high of expectations. Not not knocking the players. It's just that you mm-hmm. don't get picked in the third or fourth round and say, "Yep, this is our starter." You know. Right. Well, so so we we got kind of through round four there talking. The Commanders move up in round five to take Clemson edge defender KJ Henry. I've heard nothing but good things about this guy as a person. Seems like he got after the quarterback a little bit at Clemson. Um, so I'm interested to hear your thoughts on him, but to round out the draft in the sixth round, they take Chris Rodriguez Jr., the running back out of Kentucky. 
Andre Jones, an edge defender who apparently was at Louisiana for six years. So he played a lot of football and so he comes in uh, pretty experienced. So the one thing we kind of talked about, you talked about linebackers and Quan Martin. Does that allow you to make some different looks? They didn't really address the traditional, you know, um, linebacker. I mean, I think I think KJ Henry and Andre Jones on the depth chart will show up as linebackers, but they're more edge guys. Mm-hmm. So that kind of tells me a lot, and and maybe doesn't tell me anything at all when it comes to the linebackers. I mean, they might just be happy with Jamin Davis and some guys behind him. Yeah, I, I think it's gonna point to if you weren't getting one of those top guys like a Lucas Van Ness or you know one of those top players that they're willing to go with a little bit more of an athletic uh, linebacker you know you saw how the combination of McCain and Curl and uh, and Forrest worked out now you you know McCain is obviously gone and you could say Quan Martin steps in and, can, and be in that role so I think it just leans to be more of a nickel set more of a you know linebacker at uh, sorry, safety at linebacker type of a situation. Let those guys get closer to the line of scrimmage. You can move around who's deep, who's short. That would be the play there. Um, along the edge, those two edge guys, uh, especially you know Henry. It's is this is a you know one one of the one of the two players that are currently on the roster probably aren't going to be here. Mm-hmm. That, that's what it points to for me. They're they're just trying to have a little bit of an insurance. Um, you know, you got Montez Sweat's going to be up for a contract. You didn't didn't take Chase Young's fifth young fifth young fifth ra- uh, fifth year option. So, you know, at the end of the season, you got to make a decision. And if you're going to let one of those guys go, it's better to have an incumbent in in the in house already, rather than having to try to hope that somebody makes it through. And and KJ Henry's dad is already. Uh, um a winner in my book. He brought down the old uh, Redskins jersey with the the spear, the arrowhead. Yes, there. he did. So that was pretty awesome. So that that's 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 huge. And pops was yeah. ready for that moment. <laughs> yeah, I've I've got some friends and family at, at Clemson and and or, or Clemson fans, and I know that fans are fans, but they they really love KJ Henry. They say he's a he's a great guy, and it seems like he's just going to do whatever the coaches need him to do. So I'm excited about that. And you're right, you know it's. It was in the fifth round, but they traded up to get him, and that says something. I think they traded up. I want to say they, they moved up a, a healthy number of picks. It wasn't yeah. like two or three picks. It was, it was like 20. It was like 20 yeah, picks. Yeah, so that, that means something. I think you're right. I think that you know with, with him and Andre Jones Jr., they're, they're looking for guys that could potentially be that diamond in the rough, could be replacements. But also you look at it, Shaka Tony's going to be out indefinitely due to his gambling thing. Is he mm-hmm. make his way back onto the team? William Bradley King, we've seen in spurts. James Smith Williams is a solid rotation guy. I just don't think you can have enough guys that can get after the quarterback, especially in today's league. So I like those picks a, a whole lot. And I think that both of those offer some good upside. And then I'm, I'm intrigued by Chris Rodriguez Jr. We thought maybe uh, could Bijan drop to them. Obviously, the Falcons made sure that didn't happen. But Rodriguez is a solid guy who's had, I think, a bunch of 100-yard games at, at Kentucky, runs hard. Um, I heard something that he had a DUI, I guess, about a year ago that kind of had people questioning his character and all that. But mm-hmm. it, it, he seems like a, a guy that could be a key contributor and could be a, a the, the third uh, head of a three-headed monster in the backfield. Yeah, they needed to add a thumper in that backfield. And 
you know, I'm not mad at that selection, you know, being later on in the draft. You know, you get somebody that you, you expect to get on the field, make a few plays here and there. Uh, you don't have to lean on them, but it's going to give you a physical presence, presence in that backfield. You know, you don't have to try to hand it to Brian Robinson all the time and let him get beat up, uh, you know, play in and play out. So now you can you know, spell in the rookie, spell in the young fella, and, um, you know, let him tote that note a little bit and take a little bit of reprieve off of AG, you know. So mm-hmm. we obviously be interested to see how things work out when the pads come on. You know, things change when 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 the pads get on there. But um, I'm not mad at the pick of, of Rodriguez. And I, I will say I'm, I'm surprised that they didn't draft a quarterback. Uh, but they did sign a quarterback undrafted free agent. So um, they they addressed the position. I, and he's seen the the uh, rumors that the commanders are are linked to Caleb Williams, and they're going to try to make a play uh, to get high enough in the draft to get Caleb Williams. And I don't know if I if I can take that because you're going to have to get at least to to suck that bad. You you it's going to hurt <laughs> to get all the way up there to, to get yeah. Caleb Williams. Yeah, I love that he's a Commanders fan. I love that that you know there's possible connection. But you're right; it's going to be either giving up a whole lot to get up there from wherever they're at in the draft, or it's going to mean that Sam Howell was an absolute crash and burn disaster, and that's going to make for a tough 2023. My hope is that they they make a playoff run, they come up just short, and they realize they need this all world you know quarterback, and that's what uh, preempts them to make the move. But yeah, so I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to try to predict too much in the future i want sam Howell to be the guy and and to run with that and 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 we'll see but yeah i thought it was interesting too no quarterback taken i know some mocks had them taking hen and hooker even in the first round which was kind of silly um and and um yeah so I'm yeah i agree with you. no me too me too uh but yeah so they they added tim demerat from uh where did he go from fordham and then uh, Chase Bryce uh, is got an invite. Like, I, I didn't know it worked this way, but you can like accept invites to different mini camps yeah. without signing deals. So that was a that was something I learned over the weekend. Yeah, I mean, shoot, if the dates align, you can go and work out for a couple of teams. You know, you get invited to a mini camp. It happens after the draft, and we'll jump more into this in another episode. But yeah, you you can do that. And there's there's there is a thing to where if you get into like the seventh round. You're almost better off to go undrafted free agent. Right. I've reason, heard that. The reason is because you get to choose your team. Now, if you, you know, we'll use a basketball analogy. If you hop out and you're a free agent and the, you know, the Golden State Warriors are here knocking on your door or the Houston Rockets, a team that's at the bottom of the barrel right yeah. now, you're like, hmm, which camp would I rather go to? Now, yeah, sure. You might be able to make the roster better um, in Houston, but. Hey, you know, Golden State, if I can make the roster over here, I got a chance of getting the ring. So being an being an undrafted free agent isn't necessarily a bad thing. Uh, it gives you a little bit of options, gives you a few options. Yeah. So they signed a bunch of undrafted free agents. And then like you said, we'll get into rookie mini camps. So I think there are some intriguing names there that maybe we can talk about during that rookie mini camp episode. I saw a guy from UCLA that can absolutely fly, but it's exciting to see these guys getting the chance and getting the chance to put on an NFL uniform and um, at that point, you know, uh, you kind of know the jersey numbers of the of the drafted guys. But at that point, everybody's a rookie and you, you got a chance to, to show out. And uh, I want to hear you talk about that more. But, OK, as much as I hate NFL draft grades, I want to end on this. If you had to if you had to sum up the seven rounds, the seven picks of the commanders over this past weekend with one word, 
what would that word be? And I can go first to give you a you second. You go to first. You go first. It. You go uh, first. I think my my draft grade is weird, and I I don't I don't mean that negatively. I think being weird can be good. I think it can mean creative and that kind of thing. I just mean weird. Uh, I think it started with you know not going after Christian Gonzalez. We talked a little bit about that. He kind of seemed like the consensus you know next best corner after Witherspoon. Going with Forbes felt a little weird. I've grown to like the guy. I love what I see from him. And then following it up with another defensive back, kind of like we saw, following it up with two project linemen, linemen, um, and and you know not getting a tight end or not getting a quarterback, it was just weird. And, and yeah. I don't mean that as a negative thing; it just wasn't what I would have done. So maybe not weird, but unconventional is kind of my definition of weird in this. So uh, that's what I got for the seven picks and the seven rounds. My word to describe the Commanders draft would be solid. It's solid. I, I think you've addressed the needs that you knew you had coming into the, the draft. You didn't get uh, coerced or uh, drawn in with the with the urge to trade up. I think that that was big. It's probably something that a lot of people, I don't know if a lot of people are even thinking much about it. With, with so much movement going on in front of you, I feel like you would have had to have had the one time cross your mind to say, maybe I need to trade up uh, just to secure our guy. Uh, and they didn't, you know, so I think it's a solid draft. You check a lot of boxes at positions of need. Uh, you get a little bit of depth and now you're going to get guys to get out there and, and showcase what they can do. So I think it was a solid draft. I had to put a number on it. It's like 87.5 or something like that. You know, you did a good job. I'm not mad at you. There's a, you know areas of improvement and I'm sure we'll see, you know, Emmanuel Forbes, his performance later on in the season will make people uh, feel confident that they made the right decision. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited to see it. I, I can't say it's bad or or awful or good or great. It's just got they got to go out there and they got to display it, and I think that they will. So uh, exciting stuff! Seven new members drafted to the Commanders, all those un undrafted free agents as well, and we'll see them all in action. Can't wait to see what they do um and uh see see what's next for them so uh, if you want to put some money down commanders and and you're interested in what they did and that's enough to sway you can always look at some futures on bet online and use our code bleav for a 50 percent welcome bonus i even saw that speaking of caleb williams he is the odds on favorite on bet online to be the first overall draft pick him and drake may are up there marvin harrison jr so wow. if you want to be crazy and go make a, a prediction a year in the future you can do uh -huh. that at bet online ag if you're crazy hey, enough <laughs> hey well i'll tell you what I've, I've seen marvin harrison jr up close and in person worked with him um before he went to ohio state kid can okay. play yeah kid can play um so Some, anywho someone said it was like seeing next year's car model just sitting in the garage while you're shopping for <laughs> for one this year so like, i am very is, intrigued what? by that guy you're like what is that one you're like oh that's, that's not that's yeah not you shit. can't you're see like, that yet can I wait? Yeah. <laughs> I'll walk until then. Oh, man. Make sure y'all check us out on social media, too. We're on Twitter. That's where we're talking football. We're on Instagram as well. And we got a little TikTok going as well. I, I didn't follow our TikTok. Let's we got go. like seven, seven, like one of them got like 700 views. I was very impressed with our TikTok presence. So um, check us out over there on TikTok. No dancing, just straight action. We're getting right to it. And you can also tune in on all your favorite uh, streaming platforms as well. Sirius XM Studio, uh, Watch Stadium, uh, and Believe TV is out there. Believe Football. Check that out as well.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.